Hi, everybody. Welcome to Resident Tourist. Welcome. It's Amy. And this is Emily. How are you, Amy? I'm great. How are you? Good. So this episode, we're going to talk about finding happiness in New York, which this can be a crazy place. So it can be hard sometimes to find your happiness in New York. And I actually recently interviewed Gretchen Rubin about finding happiness in New York. And if you don't know Gretchen Rubin, she is the author of The Happiness Project and other books, Happier at Home and Better Than Before. And she's actually writing another book on her four tendencies, which are how people react to expectations internally and externally. And she has her own podcast, Happier, with her sister, Elizabeth Kraft. Which is really good. We both listen to it. Yeah, we both listen to it. I'm a longtime fan. And she's a joy to meet in person. She was just wonderful. And native New Yorker, but, well, not native because she's no, from the Midwest. she's from Kansas City. Yeah, yeah so she's, she's a native also. Midwesterner just like us. That's right. Who but longtime New, York? New Yorker. So she sort of has the same feelings we do about finding happiness in New York. Exactly. And the struggles that we face. Exactly. And when I had the chance to talk to her... I started by asking her, how does she find happiness in New York? So bringing this to a local level, we live in New York. Yes. It's crazy. Yes. What advice do you have for finding happiness in New York and living in New York? Well, we're here because we love it. So we should never forget that and how happy we are to be here and have public transportation. And a CVS and a bank machine uh, on every corner. Now, whenever I go someplace, I'm like, I want to buy a Diet Coke. What? It's not like right here in front of me. I can't believe how inconvenient it is to be in Kansas City, Missouri or whatever. Um, but I am haunted by a, um, a public service poster that I saw when I first moved to New York. I, I mean, I was here for the summer, so I, wasn't, I hadn't even graduated from college. So it was years and years and years ago. It was a black and white picture, and it had a picture of Chinese food, you know, the container, the very, that distinctive kind of container. And this was when people still watched VHS tapes. And so if you rented a VHS tape, it was sort of in that cloudy box. So it was two of these VHS boxes with the, with the Chinese food container on the top. And all the poster said was, if this is how you spend your time, why are you living in New York? And I have never forgotten that. And um, part of it is, it is a cornucopia for us. And I feel like the great challenge of living in New York City is, can you be worthy of it? Can you take it in? It's like this giant fire hose of stuff, and it's so exciting. And then you're like, I haven't been to a museum in six months. You know, I mean, like, it's there. We have to, we have to tap into it. I feel. Some, so what do you do on a Saturday afternoon? What are some of your favorite New York activities my favorite thing to do is to read harry potter in bed but um i tried not to do that oh chinese yeah yeah yeah, i know that's the that's the thing um no we uh like my husband's very i'm not very adventurous at all and so my but my husband's good about like finding a a like a cool restaurant in a neighborhood that we've never been to and so we'll go to a neighborhood that we've never been to and that's really fun um i had a great thing that i did with my daughter which was uh once a week I would pick her up from school and we would pick, pick a, spend a couple of hours like doing a New York adventure. So we would go to a museum that we'd never seen before, or go to some quirky 
shop or just visit something that um, was that was out of the way. Um, so those are those are some things. Um, I like I live right near the Met, and the great thing about getting those cards, first of all, you don't have to wait in line when you go in, and second of all, you can just go in and go in for like a half an hour because you don't feel like you have to use make good use of the time. So I love that. I love that you call it an adventure too, because I think you don't go anywhere in New York without it being an adventure. Yeah. No, that's true. Happen. No, we were just talking, like, even being in the bus versus being a pedestrian on the street, you see, like, a whole different vista. You're like, what's going on on the second floor? I mean, there's always something to discover. I was walking around my neighborhood, and I'm like, I have never been on this side street before. How did I miss, like, it was, like, 87th between 2nd and 1st. I'm like, I have lived in this neighborhood for a decade, and somehow I've never walked this particular stretch. And it was like, you know, or even five blocks from your house. Like, how many of us could accurately fill in the blank of every store in a one block, you know, walk to the subway. I bet you think you could probably, well, you're very visual. 70% maybe you're very visual. Yeah. If something closes or like there's an Arby's opening near yeah. me. Oh, well, and it's got a flat. I mean, I'm, that's, I didn't know that. I think this is the first Arby's in the city maybe, but it's very yeah. exciting, but I do the same thing. Your husband does. I pick a neighborhood and yeah. a restaurant to explore. If I haven't been somewhere for a long yep. time, I pick somewhere else to go and walk around. Well, I get I get enchanted with these names in the subway, like uh, Far Rockaway. I really need to go to Far Rockaway. I love that name. My favorite, favorite name of a place, and bizarrely, Joseph Cornell, one of my favorite artists, lived there, is Utopia Parkway. I mean... I like want to buy a house on Utopia or Parkway just so I can like put that on my stationery. No, there's all these cool places. Yeah, or like go to the to outer, go to the last Rockaway? stop. I've never been to Far Rockaway. Rockaway Taco. Okay, it's really good. Maybe we'll go this weekend. Yeah. All right. Well, not in the winter. It's not that far. No, it's you just take the train. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's all really on the train. That's the thing. That's amazing. Yeah. It's all on the train. It's Coney Island. It's a, be it's a beach. The beach was a taco place. And it's great. It's a fun getaway. It's New York City. It's New York City. We're lucky. We're lucky. So it was such a pleasure to talk to Gretchen. She was so lovely, and it was... Wonderful interview, by the way. You did a great you. job. I Thank mean, she's you. kind of a celebrity to she's us. She's a big deal. So, not kind of. <laughs> she is a celebrity. Yeah, yeah. So, and she was she's so... She's been on the Today Show. On the Today Show. <laughs> that makes her a big deal. <laughs> she's a big deal. <laughs> and she was just so sweet and talked to us, and we... It's always nice to meet somebody and then you actually get along as people. You know, have you yeah. ever met? Like they say, like, don't meet your idols because then they're different than what you expect them to be like. And exactly. she was so great. She was, I, I felt it's like. It's very true because I've been a connection. longtime fan of her, hers and being able to interview was a great honor. And I thank her for that time that she shared. And she was everything that. I thought she would be. You're right, though. You always think, oh, I think we'd get along. And we did. And she was wonderful. Yeah. But, you know, one of the things that she said in the interview was, you know, she and her husband will go to a neighborhood and go to dinner or do something in that neighborhood. And that's one of the ways that I find happiness in New York. I love picking a new neighborhood, like I said when I talked to her, mm -hmm. and exploring something in the city. I think exploration is a big part of why you live in New York, you know, and, and she brought up, I loved her anecdote of seeing the ad of the Chinese takeout and the VHS tapes and right. saying, if this is your Saturday night, why do you live here? Right, right. There, you know? There's no reason for you to be here if you're not going to go out and explore. And that's, I think that's one of the reasons why we're so such great friends is because one of our most favorite things to do is just pick out a neighborhood, go walk around, go get lost in that we don't always have to have a destination at the end exactly. of our our plan together which 
is so fun and that's another like reason why we, we got along vacation. with Gretchen so well. <laughs> exactly. It's like being on a mini vacation, you know? And there's so many neighborhoods, so many boroughs to explore. You could spend a day. I've had people who, who come to visit before and they said, I want to see every borough. And it's like, I Oh, there's no way. There's no way. <laughs> it's taken me... Getting to Staten Island is... Three years to see every borough. Yeah. yeah. I don't... I'm trying to think, have I been... Yeah, I guess I've been to every single one, but that's true. It, it, that's a, at least a week-long trip. But... You know, one of the ways, some of the ways that I find happiness, one of the ways is going to great little shops, like coffee shops or something, and, and cozy places. I love a beautiful, cozy hotel lobby. You especially, do love a good hotel lobby. <laughs> especially if they're combined with a coffee shop or something. Or a bar. Or a or... bar. Like, go get a cocktail, sit and, you know, and design is so appreciated here. Yeah. So you can find these great environments that make you feel really happy and cozy and safe. And, and if you know that. something about architecture or design and you can say, oh my gosh, I'm sitting in some famous designer's chair or because everyone's like, well, walking like an Eames chair Yeah, and you'll be something. like, Amy, this is an Eames chair. And I'm like, I don't know who that is, but <laughs> I'll sit in that chair. Sure, that's great. And it's kind of like being in a really nice, because all the apartments here are so small. So being in, it's almost like being in a big living room, like you're accustomed to in the Midwest, going into a hotel lobby in New that York. Is true. It's like the living room of the city. Yeah. And one of my favorite lobbies is, now this is fancy. It doesn't have to be a fancy lobby. It doesn't lobby, have to be. But the plaza. Yeah. Which is in many great movies, like Home Alone or Big Business. <laughs> so it's featured in many wonderful, wonderful films from the 80s and 90s. But if you go there, you could get, you know, a coffee or a tea or a cocktail or a bite to eat. And it's just a beautiful place. You know, you can kind of transport yourself and find these little escapes in the I city. love that hotel that you've taken to me a couple times. The, is it the Ace Hotel? Yes. With yes. the, it's really dimly lit and people just go and work there all day. They have mm -hmm. free Wi-Fi, I think. And then the Breslin, that great restaurant and the John Dory Oyster Bar mm -hmm. is attached. And it has a great vibe. It's very hipstery. Oh, it's not in Brooklyn, but it's, it's very it's cool. In Manhattan, it's but. almost too cool. It's like people obviously get dressed up and wear their hats and weird stuff when they go. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it, it is kind of a, a place to go be seen while you sit there. I was just going to say, it's yeah. a see and be seen. See and be seen. It's but people are acting like they don't want to be seen, but they definitely want to be seen. Right. It's <laughs> but, cozy for sure. And that's a chain. The Ace Hotel is a chain. And they're they're kind of set that tone at their hotels around the world. When they oh, they have hotels them. around the world? Mm -hmm. They have one. I think the original was in London. Really? Have and you been to other I Ace Hotels? I was at the one in Portland, Oregon, Ooh. which also had a living room feel to it. Much smaller, much, much smaller. It's supposed to be a great one. place to stay, too. I think very small, hip. It's very hip, small. <laughs> But what kind type. of places do you enjoy going to and finding happiness? In the city? Going to, um, I mean, we talk about this all the time. But like today, for example, it was just a, it's so cold. We just had a huge snowstorm, mm -hmm. and which kind of shut down the city. So getting a snow day made me very happy, and I appreciated <laughs> that very much because uh, I you know work at a school and all the schools were shut down in New York City. Mm -hmm. it wasn't that bad. As Midwesterners, we were like ready to go out in it right. the first day. I still went to work. You still went to work. <laughs> I didn't have to go to work, but yeah. um, I was really lucky not to have to and just got to relax and stay home and watch the snowfall. 
And then today it was what, like 45, 46 mm-hmm. degrees. So we took a car over to Chelsea, had brunch with some friends who were in town. And then I had to walk and run an errand. So I walked about six avenues, which are longer than regular blocks. So I walked and it was just, just about two or three blocks and felt, one avenue. felt the sun and that just made me really happy. And then I just kind of browsed around a little bit more alone more than usual. And then I walked all the way home mm. and just having so that walking time. walking is your happiness. Yeah, I do love a good cozy spot, but I usually I feel this weird weird sense of guilt when I'm in an establishment that I have to spend money okay and so usually you do <laughs> uh, yeah you do I mean you have to like buy a coffee, buy a or, like, coffee or something it's like your ticket in which is fine mm-hmm. but then there's also just something to window shopping that makes me very happy and just browsing stores there are a lot and of great windows going places where you aren't you don't have to it's just free entertainment essentially well, what another, is another I mean one of the great free entertainment places and happy places in the city are the parks yeah one of our favorite things is, are the dog parks. We usually we meet. At, we meet at the when, dog we, park. when we meet up at a park. We always know to go meet by the exactly. small dog run because it's the cutest run. <laughs> that makes me happy seeing the, the small dogs dog run. Because I would love to have a dog, but having one in the city is just I think another level of hassle. So it's fun to go to the dog park and watch the dogs play. And the dog owners love to talk about the hassles of owning the dog That's in the true. city, which is always fun because you can always talk to them about what it's like to make sure your dog has enough exercise. They love talking about their dogs. That's why they have the dog. That's why they have the dog. Exactly. But yeah, I think the parks are a big place of happiness in the city too. And that is a free activity that's really fun. And you know, another thing I love doing are going to the museums Mm -hmm. and finding, you know, a great piece of art or something that makes you happy. Yeah. You know, some piece that you at can... the right time of day, though. I don't go to a museum on a Sunday afternoon at three p.m. because it's it, you're claustrophobic. There's so many people there, you can't stop and enjoy. The best thing ever is to try to go on like a weekday and enjoy yeah. a museum and find. I never your... go. I, well, I'm working all the time on the weekdays, That's but true. I go. I go on the weekends. I don't mind. I kind of block out all the people around me, or I go to a gallery that might not be as popular. And discover something I haven't discovered before. and It's not the one with the Picasso. It's the... Exactly. Not the... Like, you can't go to the Mona Lisa on a Saturday. Oh, yeah. That's not here, but, you know, if you are in Paris and you want to go see the Mona Lisa, <laughs> don't go on a Saturday. If you're in New York and you see the Mona Lisa, that's a rip-off. That's not... Yeah, that's not real. <laughs> that's a counterfeit that is not real. Mona Lisa. Exactly. So we talked a lot about places, but, you know, things make me happy. Uh-huh. So I'll tell you a couple things that make me happy. Okay. Uh, recently so for christmas i got a matching pajama set yeah i have to tell you it has changed my life it makes me so happy every time you put it on you just feel complete seriously it's the coziest (laughs) complete set of pajamas it's a complete set of pajamas they're i mean not sexy they're just but they're so comfy Mm -hmm. and you just don't have to think about what you're gonna put on Mm -hmm. as far as like oh do i need like a long shirt uh, sweatpants nope you just need your matching pajama set and it's wonderful and i've kind of started to do that with my clothes too which i sort of got from you which is like a cat is it called a capsule wardrobe is it do you know it no. when you it's when you pretty much like a cartoon character you know like how they wear yeah. the same thing every yeah. day you just pretty much have like five rotating shirts five rotating so bottoms. i do that yeah you do that you do it i, I wear think, the same thing subconsciously yeah or unconsciously i have like four pairs of the same like legging pants and mm-hmm. Sweater, a bunch just, of black shirts, and then you just accessorize with a scarf, sweater, whatever you want to put on top. Yeah, yeah. It, the, so I have a couple of like shift dresses that I wear to work constantly with mm-hmm. boots, and then so your pajamas are giving you that same feeling. Yeah, it's giving me that same. It just takes. I think um, the decision making. The founder of Facebook, mm-hmm. Mark Zuckerberg, yeah. he, he they they've said that he does this. He wears the same gray t shirt and pants every day. Well, that's what um, and Steve Jobs did. Oh yeah, one less thing to think about, mm-hmm. and then it just sort of 
makes you calm and happy and it mm-hmm. does for me I, I didn't think I'd be well I, thought, I actually shared when I when we when I talked to Gretchen in that same interview I actually shared with her that my theory is people in New York mostly were black because it's one less decision they have to make every day as we both sit here wearing black long exactly. sleeve exactly <laughs> we're both wearing black right now it's ridiculous <laughs> but I most think, of the time when we see each other we're yeah. like dressed very similar but that is a i think but that's just our uniform i think that could be a key to finding happiness in new york is simplifying your wardrobe and keeping that easy for yourself because you can then have the mental energy to tackle whatever else may come your way right that's great well i actually got a piece of advice awesome when Share i it first right before i moved to new york like a week before i was moving here actually i ran into someone and this guy had lived in new york for a few years and he kind of had he was in one of those like down moments out in new york and mm-hmm. he said i have one piece of advice for you though like one little tidbit that you can take with you and he said you will be walking along one day you'll have had a really crazy day and the city's really going to get you and you're going to be like, oh, man, I don't know if I can do this. This is crazy. And you'll come across this beautiful tree-lined street on a sunny day and you'll look around and the sun hits your face, kind of like you were saying, and you'll look, you'll think to yourself, I live in New York and this is amazing mm-hmm. and this is an amazing city. So you just have this like love-hate like back and forth and that to this day resonates with me the way this this random person described this to me and yeah like, here is new york this is new york this defines what it's like to live in new york and to this day that's so true you'll have one moment you know maybe a car ta- a cab like splashes the slushy snow on you that actually that happened to me the week we mo- <laughs> it's actually happened to me and yeah. it's the only time it ever has because i learned I my lesson to me every time it's snows almost you're if joking you're not, if you're not not like drastically but like you kind of step back, but sometimes it'll get the lower part of your pants or something. Yeah. I mean, every time it snows or rains. and But then you'll turn a corner and you'll come across this new cute little store or coffee shop you haven't been to. Maybe and the you best get slice a, of pizza you've ever exactly. had. Exactly. And you're just When like, you didn't expect it. Where can you do this? Anywhere else Nowhere in the world? Else. Nowhere else. It's love-hate for sure. It's love-hate. It will get you. Yeah, I think that was the first week we moved here and we were going to go do our first fun thing. We were going to go to an outing in our neighborhood. We we're going to a comedy show or something. Mm-hmm. And I, it was raining really hard and the cab splashed. It got in my mouth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, I'm in New York. This place is, tastes like dirty rainwater. Yeah, welcome. Gross. That's what but. I always think Taylor Swift's song Welcome to New York. It always makes me laugh because I think you can apply it to a lot of different scenarios. We're really good singers, by the way. Yeah, if, I loved our yeah, I mean, our Hamilton rendition. Yeah. And our last episode. Our little Broadway jiggle. I mean, just, just really, we're really talented. Welcome to New York. It's, it's been, been waiting for you. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I think there are many ways of finding happiness in New York be it an object, a location, a memory, anything. You just, you got to find those little icings on the cake. Silver and linings. And, and just remember to smile. And remember that you live in the greatest city in the whole world. Welcome to New York. So we are very excited to announce that we are now available on iTunes. iTunes. Yay! So be sure to subscribe to us and give us a five-star rating because we'd really appreciate it. That helps us a lot. 
And you can listen to us on all of your favorite podcast platforms now. Go us! Thanks for listening to Resident Tourist. This is Emily. This is Amy. To connect with us, email us anytime at residenttouristpodcast at gmail. Or find us on Instagram, Resident Tourist Podcast. Until next time. Thanks, everybody. Our music is by Nalani Proctor from her album, If Only It Were That Easy. You can find it on Spotify and on iTunes. 